Welcome to the Brave Inspirations Podcast. This podcast is about our personal spiritual journey, as we explore topics on personal relationships, angel communication, motivational insights, healing, and many more. The views and opinions expressed by our guest, do not necessarily reflect those of the host and the production. Listener's discretion, is advised. For today's episode, A Bitch Called Karma, A Discussion on Karma, and Reincarnation. Join your host, G Brave. Have you ever wondered why there are people whom we are instantly attracted to, while some others seem repelling even though we have only met them the first time? How about the May-December relationships? Or same-sex relationships? Could this be due to our past life events and the karmic relationships that we need to learn lessons from? Karma and Reincarnation These are the two topics we will be touching for this week's podcast. We always hear these words, Karma is a bitch or karma is digital. But do we really know what karma means? How our actions create our karma? And why the people that we meet, including lovers or exes, that we would rather forget are part of our karmic existence because we meet them to teach us important life lessons. That is according to our guest for today, who is a good friend of mine, and he is an expert in spirituality, karma, and reincarnation subjects. He is a student at the Divine Wisdom School, and they are helping with propagating the advocacy of the Tire Center in the United States on the emergence of the Christ. He is also an entrepreneur, film director, screenwriter, and playwright. He has written and directed several short films, including Budhi or Conscience, which is a finalist at the Festival de Cinema de Paris, Alamat ng Piña or The Legend of the Pineapple, Legend of Banana, Legend of the Maria Cristina Twin Falls, and Sentimiento de Soltero or The Sentiments of a Bachelor and Age of Responsibility. He also produced a music video entitled Someone Made Me Smile Today. He was also one of the winners in the 2014 first genre scriptwriting competition of the Film Development Council of the Philippines. He is the author of four books, The Fourth Magus, and the latest Dreams of Future Actuality, which is about recurring dreams that come true. Umbagasa Sibuyas, or Just Like an Onion, which is about the biography and teachings of Juanito Crisostomo, who was one of our guest's spiritual mentors, and Tana Amanila, or Under the Protection of God. All these books are available in Amazon and Barnes & Noble. Our guest will be discussing on karma and reincarnation, as well as karmic relationships, and how forgiveness is just as important as doing good deeds to other people or creating loving relationships with our soulmates. Let's all welcome our guest, Mr. Hector Fernandez. Hello, Hector. Thank you for gracing our podcast today. 
First of all, what is karma in relation to reincarnation? Um, action or deed. And uh, to be able to perform the karma or deed, one's soul has to go a process of reincarnation. It, it means uh, being in the place again. Reincarnation is being in the place again. Or entering into place. Mm -hmm. um, uh, the soul uh, is uh, deemed uh, eternal and returns to the physical body, to the physical realm in a new body. So these are twin laws, karma and reincarnation. Mm -hmm. So karma is an, you know, is an action word or is it a state of being? Like for example, we always hear people saying, you wait for your karma. It seems to me when I hear this, it's like a state of being. I, I don't think it's a state of being. Uh, uh, you are, if you are waiting for your karma, you are waiting for an action to happen to your physical body. Now, uh, it, uh, no, it implies that um, man has existed before, the soul has existed before, and uh, and the present, uh, the present life he is uh, living now is a result of his actions on his past lives. And his future will depend on his actions during this uh, current life. If karma is cause and effect, that means for every action there is an equal and opposite reaction. So does it mean that if I do something good, my karma is good? Does it always follow that uh, formula? Yeah, it, if you do something good, uh, something beneficial will come to you. If you do something bad, then something negative will come to you. The wrong concept is to think that it is only bad, bad uh, actions that, will, that you will reap. Uh, mm -hmm. Even good actions can be reaped by you. Uh, because uh, nature is always bringing the universe into equilibrium so to be able to do that it has to to uh to create another situation wherein uh you you will be able to pay your karma there are three kinds of karma one is economic if you steal something from somebody something is going to be stolen from you which is of equal value it may, it may not be in this lifetime, or perhaps 50 years may go by before that equals out, but it will surely happen. Another is physical karma, which uh, would have to do with causing a bodily injury to another person. An uh, another category is emotional karma, the kind of things that you might do, which would be hurt hurtful to the sensitivities of another person. Uh, uh, I I am going to give you um, my personal experience on physical karma. When I was about four, uh, grade four, uh, about nine years old, mm -hmm. there was this teacher whose whose daughter had uh, has been affected with polio. Uh, one time she brought the girl to the school, and on going home, she was holding the arm of her mother. My mother was walking beside them. Well, I was at the back and I tried to imitate the way the girl walks to the delight of the other children with me. Mm -hmm. You know, after one week, 
I was playing with uh, um, my father's godson. He was mm-hmm. uh, he was um, lifting me up in the air and then uh, releasing me. And mm-hmm. in the process, I hurt my my foot, my ankle. Mm-hmm. In that that after, I I really felt bad. I, I could not walk. Mm-hmm. On the way home, the same same children were looking at me and and laughing as I walked. It it, it became embedded in me that something I did something wrong. Mm-hmm. For me, that is karma. So karma is. Is an instantaneous event. You can do. Not depend on the gravity of the deed. Uh, so that's why they're saying it could happen. The retribution can happen up to the fourth incarnation if the car, mm-hmm. the deed you did was. But then, uh, as long as you realize what the things that you did wrong, uh, little by little you will be able to. Uh, overcome what you have done. Uh, as they say, uh, physical reincarnation is the way to learn our lessons. So if I did something wrong to another person and then mm-hmm. I realized what I did immediately and I recanted it, I repented on it, so would I be spared from my karma? No. It uh, the, the opposite uh, karma will come back to you, but then in order to to stop the cycle of uh, this karma, if something bad happened to you, you must forgive the person who did it to you to to arrest the cycle of it happening again. Uh, the reason why I asked. There are a lot of people who are in a romantic relationship. For example, they would be abandoned or they would be they would be involved in a third party relationships. So mm-hmm. mostly the reaction of the wrong person is um, they will wish that other person a bad karma. So in that case, I'm just wondering if for example, I wish somebody bad karma. Would I be sharing that bad karma with him? Because, you know, like you said, you, it's better to forgive, you know, people who have done you wrong. But if I'm going to harbor anger towards that person who did me wrong, would I be sharing his bad karma? No. Mm-hmm. It's only, it pertains only to you. Because at, um, uh, all the people that we meet in this physical plane has been destined for us by the Lords of Karma. Mm-hmm. So, uh, whoever the people we meet, we have a karma to pay to them and vice versa. Mm-hmm. So, if, uh, if uh, somebody leaves you, a lover leaves you, you cannot do anything about it because he, he has to go on and meet some other people. So what is the best reaction to that kind of situation? You know, you're hurting and you are very angry. So how, how, how should you react so that, you know, you'll harvest good karma for yourself? Be forgiving. Forgive. Mm-hmm. Be forgiving to the, uh, 
to the person who did did you harm? Mm -hmm. Because in the past you may have done him the same kind of ill feelings. If uh, those people who would wish for you know karma for the other person is it tantamount to cursing the person is it like a curse you know like i wait for your bad karma is it like a curse i don't think so even even if you say wait for your bad karma if if uh, the person is not deserving to receive that uh, kind of action nothing will happen to him by the way, before uh, a soul, before a soul is uh, incarnated, mm. the, the laws of karma will determine the people he will be with, like his parents, siblings, lovers, and the uh, major events in his life. If the soul agrees, then he will be allowed to incarnate. If not, then he will not be able to will not be able to incarnate. Just like uh, you were some asking about the uh, con soul contract. Soul contract. I think you think about that. So it could happen that uh, before a person incarnates, he already knows the parents he will be having. So you mean to say that we can choose our parents, our nationality, gender? Yes. But then, uh, it's quite complicated. There are so-called root races, seven root races. So depending on your spiritual development, you will belong to a certain race. You cannot jump, just jump if you are an uh, Atlantean, you cannot just jump to be a Caucasian or an Aryan. You have to go through a process. And there is a sequence. There are seven root races and in each root race, there are seven sub-races. The Aryan race, the first sub-race is the, are the Indians, the Bombays. Mm -hmm. And then it goes on to, to higher Aryan races. So you can just jump. But, but there are cases of mixed races, right? Okay. Let's discuss about soulmate. Mm -hmm. Soulmates, can you shed light on what soulmate is and what is twin flames or twin souls and how are they connected to one's karma? A soulmate uh, is a strong connection. It doesn't have to be romantic. Uh, it doesn't have to be a romantic partner that you bond with that way. A soulmate can be your friend, sibling, mother, etc. Uh, but within twin planes, the intensity levels are so heated and magnetic that it is very clear that they are meant to be together. There is an intense soul connection. Mm -hmm. uh, and some people believe that the twin flames are actually one soul that was split into two bodies. Such that uh, according to this theory, twin flames can love, challenge, teach, and heal each other in a unique, powerful way. Soulmate, um, there is a strong connection mm -hmm. between souls. Mm -hmm. I uh, heard of some experiences wherein they claim that they have met their um, twin flames. Now, my question is, you know, even if you want to resist that uh, the twin flame uh, relationship, 
it will still find a way to to be connected to you is that is that it for example you you move places you move to a different location so mm. situations or or circumstances will connive so to speak so mm. you two will get back together does it work that way i don't think maybe not depending on your karma because i have uh, had friends who were very close to me but then after several years we have to go our separate ways and no matter how i try to get back to them i could not do so anymore maybe my karma with them is finished already that's why so what's the purpose of meeting your your twin flame then um i i heard that um example of twin flame is for example jesus and Mo- mother mary so they working together for a common a goal objective for the humanity like there is a grander objective for their coming together do you they have a common mission in life Mm-hmm. They have a mission in life. So, so but, after the mission is what finished, mm-hmm. they have to go their separate ways Ooh. to be able to feel other, other uh, relationship or karma with other people. Are they evolved souls? These twin flames? Yeah. more evolved than the soul ah, if you are talking about uh, Jesus and Mother Mary they are very much evolved but how about ordinary people in fact they can ordinary people have to go with the flow in the in the case of uh, higher evolved beings they can choose their incarnation but ordinarily the higher evolved beings live away from the crowd they live in mountains in caves such other things because Even without uh, going to the multitude, their aura, the circle of the, their aura is so wide. Even the, the people are far from them, they can feel what they are thinking, what they are uh, feeling, and everything. So is it fair for ordinary people to be wishing for you know, their soulmates to meet their soulmates because they, they are thinking that meeting their soulmates would be tantamount to having you know a, an everlasting romantic relationship that is a common notion yeah because a soulmate is someone whom you can be yourself maybe it's not a perfect fit but uh, it is a, a soulmate is like a like a mirror reflecting back to you the aspects within yourself that are holding you back from being your true self. So even if you are not a uh, perfect fit, you can bear to be with that person. Can you share with us how we can invoke uh, meeting our soulmates? When the time is perfect, the right person will come to you. But it, will it also help to you know set that intention to meet the soulmates? And maybe you can meditate on it. Meditate. When wishing something during meditation, you must allow the higher entities to do what is best mm-hmm. for the both of you. So therefore, your soulmate doesn't necessarily mean someone from the opposite sex, right? I think so. Mm-hmm. I, yeah, because uh, 
the cycle of incarnation, the law of sevens apply. You incarnate seven times, seven consecutive times as a man, and then you can uh, incarnate seven times as a woman, and then again seven times as a man, seven times as a woman. A, a cycle of reincarnation takes between 1,000 to 1,500 years. So depending on your lifetime, physical lifetime here, your incarnation might be delayed. For example, May-December affair, somebody is too old, like a, a rich old man and a young beautiful woman, they could have relations, uh, love, love or sexual relations, they have karmas to pay with one another. So, in those cases, uh, if uh, the souls have uh, relations and uh, they still have karma to pay within uh, for each other, uh, they might have reincarnated in different generations. So the age gap. We 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 are not uh, privileged to know what we did in the past because the the incidents have been uh, erased from our memory. For example, if in this incarnation. Uh, a previous uh, a previous mortal enemy is incarnate is incarnated as your mother it is but wise to erase the memory of the past because otherwise once you were born you will hate each other already there are people who whom we have met for the first time wherein we are already attached or or uh, pleasantly, pleasantly looking at the person, whereas there are persons whom we have met for the first time and who have done nothing wrong to us, whom we already hate. That that is a result also of past relationships. So, do you recommend that for everyone, for every person that we meet in our life, we need to forgive, even though they haven't done anything anything unpleasant towards us i mean just to to assure uh, that we have a karma to pay visible because see, we cannot uh, we do not know what happened in our past lives in relation to that person mm -hmm. so if something happens wherein we are at a disadvantage we just forgive that person mm -hmm. always mm -hmm. to break the the result of karmic events mm -hmm. in our life. One suggested that we wish the person um, good things in life. Well, one way of developing uh, good relations with other people to be tolerant, to be tolerant, to be understanding. And uh, one important thing somebody has a problem all you have to do is listen you don't even have to really help all you have to do is listen some say that if we help a person who's having a hard time we are interfering with that mm. karma is how would you comment on that i'll just say something um if a person is sick sometimes they call into call in the horse or pay healers or pay healers they say that uh, if you are a pay healer 
and you're intervening with an illness that is intervening with the karma. Because illnesses are also karma. When a person is sick, God is calling him to remember God. If you interfere with the illness, then you are assuming his karma. But in such case, hmm? what are you going to do? For example, you want to help a person really, you know, having a hard time in their lives. And yet, you also don't want to assume their karma. I mean, you have to protect yourself also. So, how are you going to respond to that, you know, urge also to help? Mm-hmm. Um, I, I'm a quandary as to that, as to that situation. But perhaps it's on the, it's the doctors who must, who must help the person in pain, not you. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm referring to paid healers, uh, mm-hmm. not uh, doctors. But ordinarily, because I used to have that kind of struggle, I would be helping people who are, you know, really having a rough time. Sometimes I would help economically, and instead of them understanding uh, why such things are happening in their lives. Uh, they've become dependent on my help, for example. But that is only the assumption of, of other people who would who would see what's happening, what, what I was doing, or the reaction of the person I'm helping. If you are helping another person economically, then a beneficial benefit will, will go back to you in the future. Now, as to the person who is uh, suffering, that is a result of their past actions. Mm-hmm. You don't have to think about it. If, mm-hmm. uh, but it's alright to help them if you want. I think that those are two separate events. I see. It's very tricky life. Okay. It's kind of yeah. tricky life. So maybe what we should do is really to be you know, aware of what's happening and also with our spirituality. So maybe you can um, be mindful. Be mindful, yes. Here are the six ways to create good karma. Number one, tell the truth. Number two, live purposefully. Help people. Number three. Number four, meditate. Five, practice compassion and kindness. Mm-hmm. And six, remember the big picture. While life may seem like a series of uncontrollable, atrocious events on the surface, remember to look beyond the illusions and remind yourself what you're really here for. We all came here to heal past karma and become the best versions of ourselves. So keep this in mind each day when you wake up. Uh, The definition of good and bad. Good, we already know good. But bad, bad is something, it's a good thing that is not yet finished. Wow, that's, that's profound. We have to let go of any judgments. Don't be judgmental. We don't have to judge because we, we do not know the outcome of something which we consider bad. Let it finish first to see mm-hmm. the, what is good in it. Maybe we should also nurture trust 
our trust in the divine. Uh -huh. We must always tell the truth and be honest. Mm -hmm. We must have a purpose in life. We must help people. In helping people, other people, you are saving for future good karma. So karma is not always bad. It can also be good. It is called law of cause and effect. Mm -hmm. As long as we can, uh, we can uh, stand on that uh, principle, mm -hmm. doing good, be tolerant, be understanding, uh, be forgiving, then uh, little by little we are cleansing our soul with bad karma. Okay, very insightful about karma and reincarnation. So thank you very much for your time, Hector. We have learned that in order to develop good relations with others, we have to be tolerant and to be understanding and to be civil and forgiving. We also must not be judgmental. In relationships, it is best not to hold grudge and to let the past go. Set the other person free in your mind and your heart. It is the antidote to the poison of heartaches and emotional pains. Release the memories of the past that haunt you and prevent you from moving on. Release the person who wants out of your life and your relationship with them. And sincerely forgive them as you release them. We hope you enjoy as well as learn something from our discussion. Join me again next week for an insightful podcast. If you want a specific topic to be taken up, please feel free to email me at onebravecookie at gmail.com. Thank you and good evening.